Welcome back to the Like a Bigfoot podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Ward. This is our third anniversary of the show. So just as a little flashback, um, back in September 2016, I was in Virginia and I was a stay-at-home dad. Uh, We had just had our daughter, Zoe, and she was a newborn at the time. And I decided that we were, well, we decided as a family that we're going to move to Colorado, um, see how that goes. It was something we had always wanted to do, kind of a big lifetime goal. And after the move, because we're moving in September, it was such a weird time for a teacher, you know, like I, the other choice was me moving out first uh, and leaving my wife with like a week old baby, which is definitely not a choice I was going to make. So we decided that I was going to be a stay at home dad for a year. So I stayed at home. I had a two and a half year old and a newborn. (laughs) Um, And you can imagine life was really busy during that time. And there wasn't a lot of like stimulating conversations that you can have. Uh, (laughs) The the two year old's not going to sit down and and talk about adventure sports with you or uh, analyze movies or or books or anything like that. And the newborn is basically just going to look at you while, while you kind of hold her and feed her. And so long story short, I knew that I knew my brain and I knew the way my brain worked. And I knew that I needed some sort of creative outlet to work on each and every week. I needed a, a, some sort of passion project. So I was kind of thinking, what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about going out. I'm passionate about ultra running. I'm passionate about going out and having an adventure. I really enjoy making connections and talking with people and hearing their stories. And I was also a huge podcast geek. I've been a huge podcast geek since college. I love, love listening to podcasts. I love the format of like a long form interview because I think it shows you not the complete version of someone's story because you're never going to get that, but you can see the steps of someone accomplishing their goal. For example, um, if you come on a podcast, well, actually, I'll give you this example. I heard Tom Hanks interviewed once. I love Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is the best. One of my bucket list items is to high five Tom Hanks at some point. So if anyone can help me get that done, that'd be awesome. Um, but I heard an interview with Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks is like this mythical figure, right? You're like, I don't know. You're just like, he's Tom Hanks. He's up on this pedestal. Um, but then you hear a podcast with him and he sits down and he talks for an hour and a half or two hours. And he basically tells you his story. And all of a sudden you're seeing him as a human being. No longer is he a mythical creature. <laughs> uh, he's a human being and you can be like, oh, I can kind of trace where his story went. Like at one point, he wasn't the Tom Hanks on a pedestal. He was just probably Tom to, and he probably still is Tom to a bunch of other people. And it just kind of like breaks this this barrier and you can kind of uh, see how these accomplishments happen. Now, obviously, like I said, you're not seeing the whole entire story, but instead of just seeing outcome z for example you're seeing a step b step c step d all the way to z um, if that makes sense so i loved podcasts 
Um, and I also had a handful of friends who were just doing some incredible stuff. Uh, for example, my friend Brady, who we started the podcast with, who we'll, we'll mention a lot on today's show. Um, Brady's an, I love Brady so much. And I could talk to Brady for hours and hours. He's actually one of my favorite people in the world to just sit down and chat with. Um, but he was doing some incredible things uh, in his own journey. Uh, my friend Calvin Johansson was out climbing a bunch of mountains in Colorado and Washington and California. And he was on this quest. Uh, and so I was like, man, someone needs to share their stories. Like they're inspiring me. Like, And selfishly, I'm like, I want some kind of document so I can go back and listen to them because I like listening to my friends. Uh, and so I started the show. Um, it was nerve wracking. There was a lot of self doubt about like who in the world would want to listen to this. <laughs> There's still a little bit of that self doubt. Um, but I started it anyways, because, because I just knew it was something I was passionate about. And I, I had a bunch of friends who were entrepreneurs as well. And they were always talking about their own kind of their own thing that they were doing. And, and I kind of wanted to experience that for myself. So, so I pulled the trigger and I committed to posting uh, once a week for a year and just see where it went from there. Uh, and, and I got to say, it instantly grew to become one of the things I looked forward to every week. Uh, so I was consistent about it. Every single week, I, I found someone to interview. We interviewed them, um, typed up this little blog, posted it, and then... And then I would end the interview after the interview, I would kind of ask like, Hey, do you know anyone else who would be like interested in this? Um, who thinks this would be cool? And like, yeah. And then all of a sudden I wasn't, I wasn't talking to just my friends anymore. I was talking to some incredible athletes or some just amazing people, uh, with interesting stories. And, and I was, as I was doing that, I was learning some interview skills, uh, and growing in that sense. Um, it was crazy and still is. And, and then people who I didn't even know really were sending me messages about how much they enjoyed the show and how they were gaining some, something from it. And I realized the whole purpose of the show, the reason why I'm doing this every week, um, connected to my core values. Uh, and my core value is, I think we should be out there spreading goodness in whatever way we can. And we all do it in different ways. And, and I truly believe most of the time people are out there spreading goodness. Um, I think most people are doing that most of the time, but when you go on the internet and you go on social media stuff, you don't see that as often. And so I was like, man, I don't want to be a negative voice. I don't want to be spreading darkness online. So I want to be one of the voices that are out there trying to spread goodness, spread inspiration, spread motivation, um, show people that what is truly possible um, in in mostly in like the adventure athletic sense. Um, and we've been talking to a lot of ultra runners because that's something I'm interested in. But that's what I wanted to do. Uh, and and I'm pretty grateful because I think we've been able to do that. And it's been really, really cool. And honestly, in my own life, the podcast has just spread so much goodness. Um, I've learned so much. I've gained so much wisdom uh, and inspiration 
from these conversations and I'm able to use that um, not only in my my ultra running kind of you know passion but I'm also able to use that through teaching through parenting um, through being a husband through all that stuff uh, so hopefully you guys have gained some of that too because truly at the end of the day like that's what this is about it's not about anything else I'm not trying to sell stuff or anything like that um, I just really enjoy making connections and and sharing sharing other people's stories I've, I found that I've really 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 enjoyed that um, and then I don't know, just some crazy things that have grown from the podcast in three years. Uh, I started like uh, I started meeting some people who I had interviewed, so I didn't know them at first. Now I've met them and like gone for runs with them uh, and adventures with them and stuff, and and now we're friends. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing. Um, and then I think of of my buddy Phil, um, who's been on the show a bunch of times. Uh, the first podcast you can listen to is me meeting Phil um, for the first time. And then we went out and we did the Deseret stage race together um, and connected there. And then throughout the whole year, we spent time emailing each other, motivational things, uh, texting each other. Um, and then he came out for Deseret part two, which you also heard if you've listened to those episodes. And and we've had some really open honest kind of healing conversations together and it's it's crazy but I've grown so much just from from that and and I would never I don't think I would have ever met Phil if it wasn't for the podcast because because I don't even know if I would have gone on some of the adventures I've gone on if it wasn't for the show um and so I guess what I'm trying to say in this super long 10 minute intro because you're about to get into one of the most ridiculous episodes of the show ever and it was so much fun um but i i just want to say like there's so many aspects to this and it's hard for me to sum up what it means to me um but it means a lot it means a lot that you guys would come in and listen to this uh this little passion project of mine um i i want to say thank you thank you so much for for tuning in um even if you know even if it's like you've binged listen to every episode that's awesome but even if you're like man i just pick and choose you know sometimes you have guests that i like and sometimes i'm not super interested in that topic like dude that's awesome too however however you choose to listen to this i just want to thank you even if you've accidentally stumbled in and somehow this is your very first episode you're like sure um Thank you. I, I sincerely hope it's added some goodness to your life. Um, I really, really do. As for today's episode, uh, I brought my wife on <laughs> um, to ask. She, basically, the idea was she was going to interview me. And she was like instantly like, oh, I got this. I got this right away. I was like, really? In like two seconds, she was like, oh, I got this. You're, you're set. I'm like, okay. Um, and so... <laughs> and so my wife Lindsay's back on the show. Um, we kind of recorded this in the midst of of what's been like a really busy few weeks of like adjustment. So our our oldest daughter now, who who was the two and a half year old, is now in kindergarten. Um, 
And so that was a huge adjustment. Our newborn is now in daycare. So that was a huge adjustment as well. Um, plus I started school, uh, I have a new class, my leadership class. Um, and so it's just been a lot all at once. And we've just gone, we've done the thing that families do where we've become insanely busy at times and, um, which is great. And it brings so much to my life. But the one thing I think that's tough is I don't get to just sit down and, and talk with, with Lindsay as much anymore and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that here but i gotta say like the uh, the other day i posted this this uh calvin and hobbs comic strip and i love calvin and hobbs that's another side topic that could go on for hours and hours so i'm not going to talk about that here but basically calvin's in the rain sitting miserably he goes and he does school and 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 uh, all these things happen that he doesn't necessarily that's not bringing joy to his life um, and I, and I don't want you to, I don't want to paint the picture. Like I love teaching. I love my, like hanging with my kids and, and all that stuff, but it's just like, it's been busy and busy and busy and busy and busy. Um, and then in the comic strip, he gets home and Hobbs tackles him and I don't even know. I'm like almost tearing up here. I don't even know why, but Hobbs tackles him and and the last shot is him soaking wet, carrying Hobbs through the kitchen with this big smile on his face. And his mom says, uh, how was your day? And it was after all this stuff that looked miserable. And he just goes, it's getting better now. Um, and Lindsay is my Hobbs. Like after talking with her and doing this podcast and having so much fun and laughing, together um the rest of my week i just had a different outlet outlook on on the rest of the week and i think i need that and i think that's something i need to uh to focus on and and uh and kind of like we need to make time to do this every week now obviously not for the podcast every week but we need to make time to just sit down and hang because because it was super fun um all right. That being said, this is going to be a weird episode, guys. So let's dive right in. <laughs> 14 minutes later. Uh, this is the Like a Bigfoot podcast. I believe it is. And I'm stalling while I open up the link to the number of episodes. And you're probably like, oh, we already know what number because it's on our podcast app and it says it. But I believe this is number 162 our third year anniversary. This is 10 questions with Lindsay Ward. All right, guys, welcome to the podcast. Um, this week we had, uh, I had a couple podcasts planned and then I had to reschedule them and I wanted to bring an episode. I wanted to make sure I kept, you know, a week to week basis kind of deal. Um, so I'm bringing my lovely wife back on the show. Uh, she's like, she's like Ricky Vaughn, Wild Thing Ricky Vaughn from Major League. Um, I'm bringing you in as like the closer, you know, like Is throwing good? some heat. Well, I mean, you're Charlie Sheen, so I don't know how you feel about that. <laughs> and I and I use that joke. I texted our friend Brady Manriquez earlier. I've never seen Major League. Yes, you, I swear. No, I have not. not. We saw Bald, Bull Durham. It's a great movie. You should watch That's it. That's where he has glasses and he's good. 
Yeah, like you can't see. It's like one of those sports movies where they're uh, what's it? A ragtag. They're a ragtag group of guys, and they all have like very obvious solutions to their problems. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, and then they, they win. Well, at the end, they figure out the obvious solutions. So for him, it's like every pitch he throws is just a bit outside, and it's like way. Is that where that's from? Yeah, oh. it's like way outside. And it hits like a guy in the stands, probably like selling hot dogs or something. Um, and then they just give him glasses and now he's like the greatest pitcher of all time. <laughs> so it's one of those movies, you know, with the easy solutions, just like life, right? Yes. <laughs> all right. So anyways, I brought you on. Um, we are sitting on our basement floor with our uh, six month old and we're kind of hiding from our, our older kids as they're upstairs. Um, and honestly, like, this is probably our first conversation that's like not been on parent mode in how long do you think? I don't even know. It's crazy. Like you, our conversations are like either shouting over kids or who pooped today <laughs> or like it gets interrupted every two seconds. And so like a one sentence takes a good five minutes to tell. Where are we left? Um, I believe we were talking about how we never get to talk to each other, well, and then Millie started crying. <laughs> well, I think parents can probably relate. It's like one sentence takes five minutes because in between the sentence, you're like taking a kid to the bathroom or cleaning up spilled milk or whatever. Breaking up fights yeah. over the plate yeah. color. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the time where I, I was like, you lost plate privileges. <laughs> Because they were fighting over which plate was yeah. pinker. And I was like, there's no plates. <laughs> Anyways, I love it, though. Honestly, it's it's definitely tiring and we're busy a lot. But agreed. Yeah. <coughs> yes. Awesome. Lindsay just coming at us with those one word answers. <laughs> All right. What do you got? So I, the other day, yesterday, I brought it to the to Lindsay. I'm like, hey, like, unfortunately, I've had to reschedule a couple. I don't know what I'm going to do for an episode this I week. I need my pitch hitter. Yeah, I need my Ricky Vaughn. Uh, and she was like, she was like, I got you. I got the best interview. And I was like, really? And you just said that, like, instantly. <laughs> confidence. There was really confidence. So, so yeah. Fake, I, it, fake it till you make it. Yeah. So what's the premise, Lens? What are we well, doing? Well, I have some questions prepared. But first... I thought you could recap your marathon experience over the weekend. Okay. Yeah. Just dive right into that? Dive right in. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm, I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast. I, I was signed up for the Gemini Adventures Mountain Rats Marathon, uh, trail marathon in Eagle, Colorado. And I was so pumped. It's your stepbrother, his family. So, you guys are going to, like, be having fun with them while I was running and – uh Eagle, Colorado is some of my absolute favorite trails that I've ran on out here. Um, it's just like rolling hills of sand and like it would be perfect to mountain bike on them. Um, but unfortunately, we started driving Friday night and the race was Saturday morning. So we're like, we'll just leave Friday night and drive, drive up there. And I-70, the big interstate in, uh, outside of Denver that goes up into the mountains, had a giant rock slide. So we get on a you know it was already a rough start because we had banned ipad use for our kids which essentially just punished us yeah we were like hey you guys were arguing so 
on the drive up, like you're not gonna be able to watch the show. So, uh, and luckily, for, I mean, they weren't too bad in the car. They just kind of fell asleep. But we got in the car. We realized there was a rock slide blocking I seventy, and it. The, what did the sign say? I it was like I don't even remember. Didn't it like say like hours? Don't try to drive. <laughs> yeah, it was basically the sign was just like, don't even try the detour. But stupidly, we're like, we'll try the detour. Um, we got stuck in traffic for a few hours, and we had barely made it. Was it. Raining. We hadn't even made it like what would normally be twenty minutes from our house, and we just called it a day. And we and gave you were it like, up. hey, my friend just drove on this, and a big car fell or a big rock fell on his car. <laughs> That was a mistake, but I know I was telling Lindsay, I was like, you know, I had a guy at work who was driving on the same road and it just hit me because, um, I had never been on that road before. So I was like, oh man, this is the road he was telling me about. And he said he was driving along and this giant rock just rammed into the side of his car. And that was a bad, that was an inopportune moment to bring up that story. Yeah. I mean, it was literally right after I was like, Chris, I'm feeling kind of anxious. There's all these cars that kids are fighting. It's raining. I'm stressed out. <laughs> and you literally within five minutes were like, oh, my friend had a big rock fall in his car right at this very spot. <laughs> yeah. It was inopportune for sure. It was one of those thoughts where they just come to your head, you know, <laughs> they come into your head and you just are like, I have to say this right away or I'll forget <laughs> So anyways, long story short, I didn't run a marathon on Saturday because I was uh, not able to get to the start line. Did you catch that? <laughs> so this is going to be like the choppiest episode of the podcast ever because we're sitting we in the basement. Kids, we got kids. We got spiders. Kids, spiders. So we're sitting there and Lindsay just started freaking out and there was a spider crawling around and I, I might have smashed it with a squishy toy. Um, but anyway, so back to the story, um, I wasn't able to do it. I was actually really bummed, uh, Saturday. We just kind of felt like all of the plans we had set, like none of them came through. It was one of those days a mulligan day, mulligan, mulligan. Uh, but I knew like I had to get those 26 miles in. So I woke up early Sunday, uh, went out to the trails. I always run, which was cool. But like, you know, when you're excited to go out, to a new city and run a marathon and they're going to have aid stations and you're going to see your friends. Like I was super pumped to see a bunch of people there. Um, that's a different experience than waking up at five and running on the trails you always run on, you know? Um, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. But, uh, so yeah, so I just decided I was going to do three laps around it and I basically ate a couple handfuls of trail mix and I refilled my water in the bathroom, like a bathroom sink water, bathroom water, bathroom water to refill my water bottle. And, and I got it done and I felt good. Like I, it felt good to accomplish that and get that training day out of the way, basically. So no metal, no metal, but I did get all the victory line beer. So that's right. Yeah. Did you, did you even, I had like half a beer. I was first and last in my marathon. <laughs> um, okay, so I thought for your three-year podcast diversary, we could dive more into the Chris Ward psyche. Primarily, like, your willpower is next level. First of all, to even sign up for a marathon, but then when it get canceled, to just, like, decide to run a marathon on your own. Like, what, like, what is your why? Like, how do you, like, what gets you out of bed to, like, 
to do that? Like, what self propels you? Um, I don't even know. I like the feeling of accomplishment. I think that's part of it. So every, so for example, I mean, I guess here's my like thoughts. accomplishments beyond like, because. Like day not, to day. You're definitely not recognized for no. the marathon you do. No one cares. Own. Yeah, Nobody no one cares, cares right? Um, no one cares. But for me to But when have, you tell people, like, that's not a normal thing people do. Just go out and run 26 miles. I mean, the majority of people don't go out and just run 26 miles on their own because you couldn't make it to your own marathon. I think part of it is when you set a goal that's beyond that, right? Like, I'm doing that 50K in October, so I know I need to get a distance like that in. So then that doesn't seem as big of a deal. I guess if I was to go out this weekend and be like, hey, I'm going to run a 50K by myself, Lens. Yeah. That might seem a little more crazy to me because I'm not training for anything beyond that. Does that make sense? So this is just like training-wise, this is just another step. And you're like, oh, I have to accomplish this step to, one, so get part my... Of the, it's a chunk of the bigger puzzle yeah kind of and it's kind of like one to get my body ready but also to like mentally just have that confidence of like dude you just ran a marathon last week and or a few weeks ago and you didn't have like a whole bunch of training for it it wasn't your a thing you were doing um but you went out and did it and you were you felt fine afterwards you know you're tired and stuff and sore a little bit but like it's not like i couldn't walk for three days so to like have that confidence yeah is pretty good um but willpower wise like i just like checking stuff off my to-do list and it's almost there's like momentum to that like when you check one thing off you just like feel like you should keep checking things off yeah but then i don't know what do you think about this when you get frustrated because you didn't check any everything off what do you think about that because that's not healthy right no i mean do you carry it over to the next day you mean like if I don't wake up at four in the morning and I don't get my run in, does the next day am I just like, oh, I don't have to do it? Is that what you mean by that? No. I mean, do you like, if you're like, go to the grocery store and you don't go to the grocery store, you just put it on your to list for the next day? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. I mean, definitely, right? But I thought you meant like emotionally, do I carry over oh. like feeling bad that I didn't mark everything off? Do you? I don't think so. I would like to think I don't, but I do know there are moments where if I'm not able to get like all the things I have to get done, if I'm not able to get them done, I do get a bit frustrated with myself. Have you ever signed up or committed to something that you didn't follow through on? Probably, right? You can't even think of an example. No, but probably I have. I have to imagine like nothing. Here's the thing. Like I, what I sign up for is meaningful to me, um, which is another reason, like not being able to make the actual like official marathon this weekend was kind of frustrating because it's like, is this the first time you've ever not DNS? I did, did not start. There was a race in Des Moines. It was like a, uh, obstacle race. Do you remember this? It was like maybe a 10 K. No. And we both signed up for it. And oh, then we? we just were like, well, that can go on my list of things I didn't follow. We just were I don't like, even remember that one. We just were like, whatever. Uh, like, I don't even, I think we signed up. And then, like, three weeks out, I was like, should we do this thing? And then we just ended up being like, eh. Okay. But besides that, I mean, I don't know. I sign up for things that are meaningful to me and in some sort of way, whether it's challenging to me, whether it's just me being like, I know I need an adventure 
you know like i need something outside of the norm i need five hours to myself or six hours to myself or half a day to myself to really just kind of like process things um even during the marathon this weekend by myself i was like halfway through i was like i needed this time like i need to just think things through and put things into perspective because the beginning of this school year has been pretty stressful and super busy and i was like i just need this time to go out and have like four hours to myself and just kind of like think about stuff you know or not think like think about stuff while not thinking about stuff i mean what tips or advice do you have for people that like perpetually like sign up for stuff and then they just like don't follow through with it i think like do you think it's an issue with them not picking the right thing or like not being passionate enough about it i think it's maybe a little bit of both of those but i think mostly it's you can sign up for something all day but you also have to figure out how are you going to put the work in to lead up to it and if you don't do that then um if you don't actually intentionally like put the work in to get to the point where you can do whatever event you're trying to sign up for Mm -hmm. then yeah you probably weren't super passionate about it you know what i mean yes so would you say like to think of a plan first and then sign up for something or no backwards like sign up for something and then come up with a plan i like signing up for something (laughs) and then being like oh my god like the oh my god moment where you're like oh my god like this is happening yeah and but you also have to like have that commitment to yourself where it's like no matter what i'm showing up to the start line and i'm imagining a race but it could be any event right Mm -hmm. it could be any commitment you make but just making that commitment to yourself like no matter what i'm showing up there and i might be in the best shape of my life i might be in the worst shape of my life but i'm showing up to that start line and and that just knowing that makes it the moments where you're like the oh my god moments where you're like oh my god like i have to start actually eating healthy that's me right now for the marine corps marathon uh the 50k in October, I'm like, dude, I should probably start eating healthy because I'm doing that <laughs> marathon soon. And it's a road or sorry, it's a 50K. A and, road it, 50K. and it's a road one, which I've I've not even I've never ran a road marathon even. I've only ran road half marathons and they hurt you didn't do the so bad. No, I just did the half oh, marathons there. That was one that I signed up for. And I did, oh, really? And you ended up taking my pick. What? <laughs> yes. Do you think yeah. I, I pulled you off? I mean... I'm pretty sure that's super frowned upon. Well, never mind. <laughs> no, but I don't know. Like, I don't. I I'm not like a huge road racer, and I think that's more prevalent there. Well, it's not like you snuck your way to the Boston Marathon. Yeah, is that throwing shade at Cornejo? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did did he tell you that story? No, you told me that story. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he had a corporate bib, so I I figured that was cool because you're like. You're like fighting the man, like the corporation, you know? You didn't, you didn't take somebody else who tried. Yeah, you to took a corporation's bib. I'm like, Psh, yeah. I'll do that every day. All day. Yeah, all day. Um, <clears throat> when you talk about waking up at four in the morning, though, that's never easy. Like, I've been doing it since we lived in Danville. So, how long is that? Like, seven years? Six, six years? Six years? I've been doing it ever since Danville. I've been waking up at four in the morning and going and working out. And you'd think it would get easier. You think you just get used to it, but you never, ever get used to it. It's crazy. I always compare it to uh, 
which you aren't going to get this reference because I don't think you watched it. But in Lost, did you ever watch Lost? I mean, here and there. I made you. I like, you made me. Do you remember that time? So when you side, split your... side story. Yeah. Yeah. I split my chin on the night of the season five finale uh, while I was coaching football. <laughs> and, a, and a high school kid's head just hit me underneath the chin. And it just popped my chin open. And I bled everywhere all over my shirt. And I came up back to our apartment. And I was like, Lindsay. And that said blood everywhere. Right? What did you, I mean? Do you remember that? Yeah, because then. What did like, you think? I mean. I show up at the door just covered in blood. It didn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, because then we tried to like butterfly stitch it, not stitch it, butterfly suture it back together. Yeah. And it, and then we ended up going to the ER where they had Lost playing. That's on the true, TVs. but I couldn't watch it because I wasn't in. But I remember telling you like, can we wait? Like, is this gonna be more damage if we wait till How much after blood the Lost? will I lose? Yeah. In the span of a lost. In the span of a lost sitcom. season finale. Season grand. Finale. Two hours. That was two hours. Yeah, it was a two hours season finale. Mm. Just open wound. <laughs> and I remember they said I made the mistake, like the the common mistake at an ER, where they're like, "How much pain are you in?" And I was honest. Oh, you should be like 100 percent. Yeah, pain. I was like, I don't know, like two. Ten out of ten. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt at all. I'm like two, and they're like, "Okay, we'll get back to you." And like. Three hours I sat out there covered in blood. Could have watched that whole last finale. <laughs> yeah. I from the have. comfort of your own home. <laughs> from the comfort of my own emergency room. Um, but anyways, in Lost, there's a scene where it's like, Jack's like, how can you find it so easy to believe? And then Locke goes, it's never been easy. And so I always think that like almost every morning, morning I wake up at four in the morning, I'm just like, it's never been easy. So anyways, and I don't always do it. I'd probably hit snooze once every hit two weeks. Till 5 a.m. Well, sometimes I hit snooze and then I lay back down and then I'm just like, oh, I'm awake. I can't go back to sleep. And then I'll just be wide awake. Anyways, anyway, I went on a weird rant there. Those aren't even sorry. my questions I have prepared. What? Really? <laughs> no. Dang. Okay. Okay. I thought you're going to be like... <clears throat> I, I let me say this to the like a Bigfoot listeners. I was like, is this on like point? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, this is all about you. This <laughs> is the podcast about you. Okay. I thought we would do. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the voice, but I thought we would do the inside the actor studio questions. Okay. To get into, you know, the Chris Ward. Yeah. Uh, what makes you tick? Okay. Let's do it. Ready? Yeah. What, we what got? were you going to say? Are they really quick questions? They're quick questions. Is but this that... that guy? That one guy? Yeah. James Lipton. Okay. The one that Will Ferrell. That's right. I can only do an impression of the impression. Can and you... not even that uh, well. Can I ask you to do the impression right now? No, because I can only do impression of question number 10. Can I ask you this? Can you do any impressions? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not on the spot. You're just embarrassed. What impressions can you do? I mean, not really impressions. I can do accents. Oh, you can? I can. <laughs> you So you have a bunch of friends from Minnesota, so you like kind of picked up a Minnesota accent. I pick accent. up the Minnesota accent after I hang out with them. We lived in the South for a while, so sometimes when I'm bored, I'll talk in a Southern accent. Well, when you're bored? No, not when I'm bored. It's a weird like situational accent that I will sometimes get because the only people that... So, like, we obviously don't have southern accents when we lived in the south, but, like, the majority of me talking, yeah, w- like, 
when we lived down there was in the hospital. So like when I would see patients and I would, sometimes I would just like mimic their accents. Like, hey man, what's your heart rate? Sometimes when I was bored in the middle of the night, not mimic, but I would just pretend like I had a southern accent. And so sometimes if I'm like really out of it or tired, I will like slip a y'all. I'll I'm, still say y'all. I mean, it may, it's just efficient way of speaking. I think it's charming. <laughs> I think it's saying y'all is charming. Well, this is a great segue into question number one. Okay. Okay, so if, for those of you who don't know, James Lipton, I really only know the Will Ferrell <laughs> version, but he had the show inside the actor's studio, and he would ask the actors this would be like the, the same 10 questions. At the end, he would ask them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> number one, what is your favorite word? I don't know if I have a favorite word. I mean, we just <laughs> talked about y'all. Yeah, I know, but I want you to understand... In my brain is mostly yeah. It's like like nothing's going on up here. Favorite uh, word. Favorite word. <sighs> I mean, I'm just gonna go with my favorite word right now in yeah. this moment, and it's tenacity. Oh my lord! <laughs> Define that. It means to be tenacious. Tenacious. It is. It means to like not give up because i think you, you just primed me for it because you're talking about waking up at four and like trying to get everything on my to-do list done and it's it's not letting things stop you like not having a stop sign like obviously having obstacles and obviously having roadblocks but being tenacious enough i'm oh, just joking no. stop it <laughs> tenacious enough to break through them all right yeah good answer yeah number two what is your least favorite word? Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, they get better. I don't know words, dude. I'm not a wordsmith. <laughs> oh <my laughs> if you've listened God. to this podcast, many, you know. Well, true. Yeah. My least You're not favorite, a wordsmith. I'm not a wordsmith. My least favorite word <clears throat> would be phlegm. Oh. Because <laughs> I don't a, like how it's Is spelled. that an onomatopoeia? Phlegm? Like, like phle- phlegm. No. It's, <laughs> it's definitely. It's, so, okay. it's not an onomatopoeia. Okay. That, yeah. On, uh, that's like smack. I know yeah, smack and. Boom. Kapow. It's Batman. It's the Batman Whammy. words. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The, the Batman words. Okay. okay. Question three. <laughs> what turns you on? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <sighs> You're be like redheads. <laughs> no uh i'm gonna say um tenacious yeah people who are tenacious Ten- no uh oh gosh this is such a hard question to answer you can interpret this however you want yeah yeah so i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say it's uh i like when um when people are like intentionally working towards some sort of like greater goal but then they're also like putting themselves out there you know what i mean like not being afraid of failure isn't like a turn on in that sense but like i you, i like that about people. yeah i'm drawn yeah. to those people yeah i don't know if this is related this is supposed to not be about me but it can be yeah oh, no, no, no. you're the guest on the show I, by okay. the way <laughs> well no so i remember i had this this lady do um henna on me at this yoga retreat and she what's that henna like, is like tattoo it's a certain ink that like that like brownish ink that you put on your skin and it stains okay. it for longer than like a pen but yeah. it's not permanent um 
Anyway, where is this going? Oh, anyway, so she she had studied to be a tattoo artist, and so kind of like as part of the training, they like tattoo on each other, and so I asked her like, you know, what would you, what do you want to get more tattoos of or whatever, and she said that what she actually likes to do is like each person, like one tattoo artist say he's like the best at doing skulls. Like you want to go, you want to, when you see somebody, you want them to do like what they are the absolute best at with you to kind of like collect does that make sense yeah is that like it all related to what you're talking about yeah like you want the people who are at the top of their game yeah or not even that but like something that they're that passionate about or that they've practiced that much on and like perfected like that's the person like if i if i'm a tattoo artist you don't want some guy who like you know is like the best at doing like the dahlia flowers and is like you know renowned for that you don't want him doing like know like a heart on you or something like that because that's not his yeah forte yeah i'm tangent no that was cool i i was just i was gonna break down it in the same way so like she wouldn't really have a plan she would just be like i want you to to draw like what what is your favorite thing like what yeah well that's what i like i mean to connect it to the podcast it's so cool being able to reach out to people and be like what is the thing you are absolute like when I reach out to people, generally it's like, hey, do you want to come on and chat about something that you're already super passionate about? And yeah. I like too, and I would love to hear about it. And most That's true. most people are like, that sounds cool. That sounds like a cool way you to spend people, 30 minutes or yeah. 40 minutes. So. You want, yeah, because it's not all about like running or all about trail running or yeah, biking. You want like, them each to talk about like their favorite thing because yeah, well, then, yeah. Yeah, and like people are... the passion is the same for everybody, but the topic is different yeah yeah the passion that's what i want yeah i don't feel like there's been any guests on this show um who hasn't been passionate about something you know what i mean it doesn't always have to be about running or going out into the wild or whatever but everyone on the show has been passionate about one thing or the other and that's been super cool and that's what draws me to do this every single week um including right now with our emergency basement session Ready for the next question? That was only question number three. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of shocked about these questions. You didn't think they would take up this much time? Well, I talk a lot, so. Yeah. You could probably (laughs) ask one question. Number four. What turns you off? Zombie mode, which I'm guilty of as well. So it turns me off about myself sometimes. I know you hate it when people say, live in the dream. <laughs> that too. <laughs> what are you doing? How's it going? Living the dream. Same Sarcastically. Day. What do they say? Same day. Same shit, different day. Sh- and I'm like, like, oh man. But you could, like, you have the power to control that. Like, If you're dissatisfied with that, you have the power to control that. But at the same time, Lens, if I'm going to be super honest, like, I've caught myself in zombie mode many times. Oh, I feel like I'm in Groundhog Day every day when it's like I wake up, mm-hmm. all the kids are screaming, we listen to Love is an Open Door, and Belle from Beauty and the Beast. We do listen to a lot of the same Disney songs, which, guilty pleasure. I get Zoe a chocolate chip granola bar. Which, I wake Harper <laughs> up, I carry her downstairs. <laughs> which, guilty pleasure, though, I'm kind of into the, all the Disney songs. Remember the other day? So you're saying that's one of your number three? <laughs> it's one of my number threes. <laughs> Um, cool. But yeah, I'm guilty of it just like anybody. And it's something I'm, I thought about a lot while running this weekend is I don't feel like I, I hold myself to a standard and I don't feel like I've been reaching it like as a, 
as like a dad or a husband or or whatever so one of it is the whole like being intentional with your thoughts and your actions and and what you say and stuff like that and like how you respond and things like that so hmm. yeah that's got deep number four <laughs> okay um, she keeps having to put her password back in the phone. I know, because I, I got rid of the well, so the it, face recognition so the government wouldn't find me. Oh, oh my God. I'm just kidding. So then you jumped on a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Um, Number five. What sound or noise do you love? Oh um, Part of me wants to keep this into like, like a Bigfoot podcast territory. No. But is that cheesy? I mean, yes, but not if that's like your true answer. There is something. Mine is my this... kids laughing. Not like you care to ask me. Oh man, now I'm gonna look like a jerk when I say mine. You just went with kids laughter. Who is your favorite? Oh, you like it when Brady laughs. I do like it when Brady Manriquez laughs. Is one of my favorite sounds in the world. Uh, so funny. I just it's like my goal is to make him laugh, and then when I get a really good one, I get excited. Um, but yeah, like honestly, I mean, anything with our kids, like it's our oldest started kindergarten and almost everything in the last few weeks has almost made me tear up. Uh, so, so yeah, like obviously anything with them individual wise, like by myself, when I'm thinking about like trail running and stuff, I like the sound of when your feet are just going like with the crunch with the, the crunch the crunch and the crunch over and over and over again like if if you're just listening to that like it totally gets you um out of your brain into the zone uh which is super cool i don't i hope that answer is not cheesy i i truly think that no that's a good answer okay do you know where this next one's going well let me just say this podcast <laughs> tip because I've done this too. I stopped doing notes on my phone because I would have to keep putting the password okay, in. Okay, well, rookie mistake. Yeah, number six, right? Number six. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh my God. These are really his questions? These are really his questions. This was a show? And he was a great interviewer. Yeah, I forget what college he was at. But he was he like a, a legit people. Yeah, he was like a good interviewer. Yeah. And these are his questions? At the end. All right. No judgments. Was it? What's my least favorite noise? What sound or noise do you hate? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I, I mean. Don't know. Oh, I got one just from school. That dog that barks, that hound. Oh, no, I like that dog. Okay. He reminds me that hounds exist. Um, there's a noise. The sound of barking. So there's like, so you know how like middle schoolers go through phases of like what's cool? Oh, voice changing noises? No, not voice changing. Well, and most of the time, like these phases, I'm like, dude, whatever. Like, I get it. The, right? They're like the, psst, or no, I can't they even go, do it. Psst, 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 psst. No, where they're like, psst, what? That I, noise? No, they go like, <laughs> and for the first two weeks, they just kept doing that. And I was like, what is this from? I like asked some of the kids, I'm like, what? What is this noise from? Because like, a bunch of kids are doing it, and they're like, "Oh, it's from a YouTube video of some girl," and I'm like, "I don't even want to know any more information." But like, let's please not make that noise anymore. It was super annoying. But just like as cool as middle, like the best part about middle school phases is they're over in like two weeks. So you just have to like quick phases. You have to hold on for two weeks and just get through it, and then then it's over. So. 
so that works out. Mm. We got a tired, tired baby here, don't we? Ready? She's dressed as number Batman. seven. Uh, what is your favorite curse word? Um, I mean, I I also feel like not cussing on this in case people from my school like i try okay. not to cuss on the podcast just be like it rhymes with it rhymes with bass clown <laughs> <laughs> you stole it that was i was yours. about to say it no it was yeah not. i was about to be like it rhymes with smash flown <laughs> <laughs> yeah smash flown <laughs> as in stop being such a smash flown <laughs> All right, go on. Next one. Okay. I knew that one. That's the only one I knew that was coming. You don't remember the last one? I don't remember any of them. Okay. Um, number Except eight. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? See, it gets a little I better. I don't. I love being a teacher. And I love... Being an unpaid podcast host. Yeah, I love being an unpaid podcast host. Uh, but if I could choose anything else... I want to say, like, I want to go grand adventure here, but I also haven't spent much time on a boat. But I was kind of going to be like, oh, you'd be like, what's that movie? Captain Jack, Captain Ron, Captain Ron. I'll be like, yes, <laughs> that's what the career I want. I want to be like Captain Ron, uh, which, if you haven't seen, is a, is one of the best movies. It's probably not that good of a movie, but it holds a dear place. I think in it my holds heart. up. I mean, it's Kurt Russell. It's great. Yeah. And it's Martin Short in a non I get that. And what about Bob? Does everybody get those two movies confused? Well, or is it just okay. Me? So, what about Bob? It's like Bob? the tag along where everybody else falls in love with the the other. The quirky the guy. The quirky, yeah. Everyone <laughs> falls in love with the quirky guy except the dad. But what about Bob's like a fairly dark movie? Like It's a very good movie to actually tell people with depression to watch because it's like truly like it's funny. Yeah. And it like has some actual good advice. Well, it's like about baby, baby steps. steps yeah. Baby steps. It's about baby steps. Baby steps. Um, but Captain Ron is that same exact plot, but on a boat, <laughs> <laughs> but not as dark. It's not as dark in like Martin, Martin Short's Sh- not a psychiatrist in that. No, Martin Short like learns to love him by the end, I think. Okay. Cause Captain Jack saves him from the pirates. I, we need to rewatch Or something. It. They save themselves. That would be a good neighborhood movie. That'd be a great neighborhood movie. Yes. Okay. Okay. Are there um, any question? What's my favorite movies? No. Oh. Number nine. Wait, isn't he interviewing movie people? Well, I mean, it's it's not one of the the canon ten. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. What profession would you not like to do? It's hard to say this without alienating people who oh. might do this. I mean, I personally would not want to work in an office now. Let me say this. I work in an office. I understand that a lot of people nowadays in offices are able to also do a lot of their stuff from home, from home, yes. which I would be cool with. But I think just working in like cubicle, you mean, is it just like the fact of being in a cubicle cubicle? Also, you know what? I wouldn't want to be president of the United States. I'm saying it right here, right now, 36 oh, minutes into this podcast. I, mean, I would we never said want to do it. Government and president of the United States on this podcast. Like they for sure have a I know, but I just would never want to do that because... It seems very stressful. Like, nobody, constantly stressful. I mean, only if you have a giant ego or you have a completely clean record, would you ever want to do that? Yeah. And my ego is only kind of big. Yeah. I think I hear, okay. Do you remember what the last question is? No. Oh, I can't do the accent. Oh, wait, is it if you get to the pearly gates? Yes. (laughs) If, If heaven exists. 
Okay, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um. Think about it. I'm trying to find a clip of him actually saying it. Oh, okay. Or of Will Ferrell saying I'm it. I'm really going to think about this one. I wanted to make a joke answer. Um. I mean, wouldn't you just want God to just be like, hey. Well done. Well done. Like a coach, you know, like one of your coaches growing up. Wouldn't you just want God to be like that? Where he's just like, hey, way to go, champ. <laughs> and then he like smacks you on the, right? Or he like tussles your hair. I want God to tussle my hair. You like, know? good job, buddy. Hey, well done, hair tussle. And I'm like, thank you, God. And he's like, you did good, kid. You did good. And then he gives me a thumbs up and then just walks away and I never see him again. But now I'm in heaven. That's what I want. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so yeah, that's pretty much what I'm thinking. I'm trying to find it. Keep talking. I, I don't know what to talk about anymore. We finished the 10 questions. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Um... Hold on. I oh, this is want to burn monkeys. Kate Hudson. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait for it. Nor they you. And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive? There we go. It- well, that was Will Ferrell as James Lipton. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was wasn't it actually James. him? No. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So there's the 10 questions. There we go. What else you got for me? That That's the end of my planning. That was literally like when yesterday when you were like, I have the genius idea. You're just you just copyrighted some other dude? Yes. Some middle aged bald man? I mean we we got some good tangents from it, didn't we? We did. Um I tried to keep it as in line with I guess what people expect from the podcast, you know? About adventures and goal setting and stuff like that. Um thank you for doing this. You're welcome. First of all, I just Home run? It 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 just makes me feel better. Well, it just makes me feel better because I just like talking with you and, you know, like I said, life gets busy and it's, uh, it's just nice to be able to do this. So thank you. Welcome. Also, I have to say Ricky Vaughn was a pitcher and not like the home run hitter. So a home run would be bad in this Charlie instance. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. That's what, his okay. character, the wild thing, Ricky Vaughn. So a home run would be bad in this case. Okay. Oh, so, uh, okay. So you're talking about. Strikeout. <laughs> okay. Strikeout is what you're going for. Got it. Um, anything we have out? lots of like movie homework for people to watch. If they haven't seen Captain Ron. You have a lot of movie What about homework. Bob and Major League? We are going to watch Ma- Friday night Major League Date, you in? Yeah. Yes, right. I'm in. All right. That's going to be Oh, yeah. They'll get ready because we're going to the Rockies game on Saturday. Oh, yeah. That's right. Also, uh, let me just say this. Iowa, Iowa State. Game day. The college game day is going there, so that's going to be cool. Um, I guess if I haven't like expressed this on the podcast before, I'm just a huge sports nerd. I like sports, but mostly what I like is the stories, uh, of the athletes and the coaches and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I just think it's awesome. I think it's just weird. We get older and then we stop playing sports for some reason. We stop playing and it's really bizarre to me, you know, like, shouldn't we keep doing that? Isn't that kind of what brings joy to life? Like tonight I went to pick Harper up and all the parents were waiting and everyone just had their head down into a cell phone. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to look at my cell phone. 
And then I just ended up looking around. Did you around. go play on the monkey bars? No, I looked around quietly. And it was weird. <laughs> it was creepy. It was super creepy. You were the creepy guy. Yeah, but I'm like, why can't we talk to each other or play or whatever? Or like have social interaction, you know? Like I just feel like something in life happens and then you just get more serious. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of a shame. It's kind of what I find like a little bit sad about like growing up and, and uh, like coming of age stories and things like that. That was a downer to end Yeah, way to end it on a yeah. real moper. Okay, bring, hit me with one more. One more good one. Not from James Lipton. You should oh, make your question? own 10 questions. I know. Reading those, I'm like, psh, I could yeah, psh, I so could much make better. Than I mean, dude, I guarantee you he, did, he made those questions up in like three minutes one night after like a glass of wine. He's just like, huh, what's your least favorite sound? What? Okay, question. What if you could choose... <laughs> If you could choose, okay, two questions. If you could choose your own name, what would your name be? What? I mean, like, because you didn't name yourself. Yeah, but like, but now I'm so like associated in my own mind with my name. Okay. It's okay, hard scratch to scratch that question. No, no, no. Indiana Jones. <laughs> would you change your middle name so it's spelled correctly? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um. Just saying. No. It's I'm, ex- I'm accepting. or A-L-A-N. I'm perfect in my imperfections, Linz. <laughs> what would your theme music be? Oh. To like, like if, life. If I was a pro wrestler? Like when you leave the house in the morning. No, when you leave the house in your morning, what song would accompany you? Like as I'm walking into a place? Let's say as you're walking into school in the morning, what is your... Oh, I like it. Um... My favorite song ever is Yellow Leadbetter by Pearl Jam. I don't know what it is about that song, but it just makes me feel good, you know? And I have no idea what he's saying. I don't know what Eddie Vedder is saying there. I have no idea. Oh, there's your impression. Oh, yeah. Add that to the list. <laughs> Add a terrible Eddie Vedder impression. Um, would that be my theme song as I was walking into a place? Won't, don't you want something a little It'll more? It'll be a like, calming presence, but then like also like, I uh, can I can rock out if I. Need all right, to. all right. I feel like that kind of like suits me, right? Like mm-hmm. a kind of a calming presence. It's upbeat. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what he's saying. That's a problem, but. That's kind of what. So we started watching TV shows with closed captioning because we can't hear over our kids, and I'm learning so many songs lyrics because of that. Do you remember when we watched Ca- Casablanca? Yes. Yeah, and we put the subtitles on, and I was like, "Wow, it what made a so well much more sense. <laughs> what a well-written movie." Um, yeah. What about you? What would your theme music be? Uh, also, I just want to throw a shout out. We saw Gary Clark Jr. last week. Oh, that was great. And he's the best performer I've ever seen live. Like, he's so good at guitar; it's insane. He has a song called "Got to Get Up," that's like my secret weapon. I'm pretty sure it's about like rising up. From like, in a in a if you're in a situation where you're kind of like downtrodden, I think it's about rising up there. But I also think like when I'm running, I'm like if I feel really bad, I just turn that song on and it gets me so pumped up. And I'm like, yeah, it's time to go. I'm still thinking on my theme music. Yeah. But I have a Lindsay tip. Uh-huh. Wasn't there a request oh, for man. Lindsay tips? I can't, I don't know. And you know what? It's weird. We've gotten a lot of really good feedback when you're on when I, <laughs> and it's funny because it's just like 
completely outside the norm of what we usually talk about on here. I mean, right? A little bit? Yes. Here's my tip. Okay. So our kids' shoes smell really bad, and it's because I just don't have time. I don't have time to put socks on them. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not walking back up the stairs for the millionth time. So, life life tip. I started putting their socks in the closet right by the front door. Boom. Put on socks. Put on shoes. Out the door. Now my kids wear socks. My go. kids aren't those smelly kids anymore. <laughs> but that could apply. I mean, that could apply to all you runners. Keep your socks by the front door. That's true. I mean, it could just apply in general, right? Like, what do you want to do? Do you want your feet not smell? Figure out a way to make it easy. Make it make your life easier. Yeah, like they talk about life hacks, quote unquote. And I don't think those are necessarily going to like make you happy or get you to your goal or anything like that. But they can make things more efficient and more... Like, I guess I remember reading this book one time and it said... Uh, if you want to start reading more and watch TV less then on your, what's that table? That's like by the couch, like a couch table. What are a those coffee called? coffee table. When on your coffee table, put books and then put your remote like in a drawer where you'd have to actually get up and walk to it and grab it intentionally, you know? So that way the book is easily accessible when you're sitting on the couch and the remote is like way far away. Does that make sense? So it's just like whatever is the most easiest for you and most convenient, you're probably going to tend to like go that route. So if it's if you want to accomplish something, you might as well make it like an easier route to go. I thought or, of my theme song. What is it? Give me one reason to stay here by Tracy Chapman. That's a good one. Yeah. I, but then you're almost telling people like, hey, if you don't give me a reason, I'm out of here. I'm Lindsay Ward, and I'm out of here. Like, right? I just like it. (laughs) You don't listen to lyrics, though. Not really. Because I'll break down lyrics, and I'm like, this is the story the artist was trying to tell. And you're kind of like, I like the beat. Because we'll listen to That's why, because sometimes I listen to rap music after I'm done dropping the kids off, just because I like the beat. But I have no idea what they're saying. But if you listen to the lyrics, sometimes you're like, this is the dumbest song of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Um, Lindsay, thank you. Don't say you. um. I'm going to say um. It's going to happen. I don't know what to tell Take you. Take a drink. I remember Brady and I uh, in college, we have all these lost, this lost podcast that. Uh, Manversations. Manversations. And it was probably, we probably did like 30 episodes and we never released them to anyone. But I listen to them all the time because they entertain me. <laughs> I, I just love talking to Brady. And there was one episode where I told him, just like Pavlov, anytime I say um, he was going to punch me in the leg. And it just got really hard to have a conversation because I was so in my mind. Oh. Because my leg hurt. Yeah, I was crying. No, I was so in my mind about, am I going to say um? And I would just be talking really slowly. And I would try not to say um. I don't know. That was the end of the story. That was a terrible story. Yeah. All right. But anyways, I love you. Thank you. you. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome.